Hi, loves. Welcome back to Strip Down. I can't even explain how excited I am about this woman and mama I have on the line right now. We actually recorded a couple months back and good old technology, maybe it was Mercury Retrograde. I don't really know, but for whatever reason, we had interference and the recording did not go as planned. So I told her she had to come back on ASAP and be my guest because I've been dying to share her with you guys. I mean, many of you already know her and follow her, but those that don't, have to check her out. It's Stephanie of Honestly Mommy. She's a content creator, blogger, truly a super mama. Recently announced that she's going to be a mama of four. Hashtag congratulations. And I'm just so <laughs> excited to have her here because I adore her as a mama and what she shares and like love her, my social media community. So Stephanie, welcome to my show. Thank you. I am so excited to be here again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Thank you for being on. And, you know, I just truly have to say, like, I know we've, you know, kind of formed a friendship from social media and connected that way. And, you know, sometimes that's where I think like the beauty of social media gets forgotten. Like everybody talks about, you know, how exhausting it is and how dark it can be and comparisons and blah, 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 and, you know, haters and trolls. But it's like, I think about, especially from becoming a mom, you know, 19 months ago, how many mamas like yourself I've connected with and built actual friendships with and can talk to and vent to on a continuous basis and know that I have that community, yep. you know, it's something truly beautiful. And like, I feel like it does not exist, you know, everywhere. Like I really feel like the social media community for moms is something special. I absolutely agree. And I think, you know, like what you mentioned with trolls and all that, because I'm like, I get that. I get trolls daily oh, yeah, so and it I. stinks. <laughs> but at the same time, right. I'm like, social media is what you make it. And I work really hard just with like my page in particular to make it a safe place to, for moms. That was literally my post half an hour ago was just sharing my heart on like what I'm doing on this page. Like, I don't want my page to be pointless. I really want it to be this safe place where moms of any stage, women really can just come and like find a safe place to share about where they're at, you know, what they're doing, where they can relate to other moms. Cause I'm like, we so desperately need that. So I totally think social media is what you make it. If you're out there to make friends, you will find them. Completely agree with you. And I, and I, I love that you said that because it's like anything in life, right? It's like whatever you choose to make of it, whatever you choose, you know, for what your life to be. It's like, yes, of course, there's bumps in the road, things happen, we all go through that. But what you choose to create for your life, you know, is what really happens. It's the same for social. It's like what you create on your page, what you're asking to bring in, what community you build around you, that's what's going to be there. Exactly. Yep. I agree. Yeah. So that being said, so for those that don't know you, which like you pretty much live under a rock in the mom community, if you don't know who honestly mommy <laughs> is, but for those that don't, um, we, you know, just give a quick little bit more of an intro of what I already said and kind of who you are and you know, where you started. Sure. Okay. So yeah, so I'm known as honestly mommy on just about any platform. My real name is Stephanie, but I'm like, I won't be offended. I've been out in public <laughs> before and had somebody yelp honestly mommy and I was like oh that's a little weird <laughs> well listen I'm not gonna offended. lie like when, when I first like you know was following you before I like really knew you and connected with you like I had to like look up your name because I kept finding honestly oh, mommy yeah. and I was like okay that can't be her name like what is her real name <laughs> totally totally and I'm like part of it because I I do I've heard the debate whether you know it should be your real name or it should be you know a blog name or whatever part of the reason I've kept honestly mommy is because the whole goal on my platform is to be honest like to be as real raw and honest as possible so it's just really fit uh, who I am and like what I'm trying to bring to social media um, so I've just kept it and really I think it's morphed into like I said, I want it to be a safe place for people. So by it not just being my name, I feel like it helps it not just be the Steph show where it's, it's not all about me and mamas do feel uh, comfortable coming and like sharing about themselves. Um, I love to post really silly content. Like a lot mm -hmm. of my content really is lighthearted. It's sarcastic. Um, I've been doing some memes this past year, just, you know, like expectation versus reality. Um, I love to do parody videos. Yes, um, they're my I've favorite. always loved to sing. And <laughs> thank you. They take a lot of time and effort, which is why as a prego mama, I'm like, they're a little more difficult these days, <laughs> but they're just, they're so fun because I feel like for mamas, we just need a place to laugh because mom life really is hard. And like, oh, so there's hard. a lot to it that's so, 
yes, it's, it's so mundane, whether or not like you're pregnant with your first, you only have one, you've got five, like it doesn't matter. Like mom life is mentally, emotionally, physically draining and exhausting. And we just don't always get a place to, um, to kind of giggle at our own struggles. So I'm like, I love to poke fun at like laundry and dirty diapers. I know that's and my favorite. Like, Whatever you, you post, like, so you're like, you're like, my house is clean, but like, look at the laundry house. I'm like, oh, thank you. Because my house, is oh. clean. like I actually cleaned all the counters yes. and it actually looks amazing. But then you go upstairs and it's like, oh my God, a bomb blew Yes. Right. So I'm like, so that's kind of my goal is like people, I was like, dang, like you're, you show everything. You're really honest. I'm like, I, I try to live yeah. up to the name because I think people have gotten the point where the Instagram perfection and kind of like seeing just these beautiful curated feats all the time, it gets really hard on people and it brings yeah. mamas down. So I'm like, okay, come on. We all know they have laundry. We all know they have dishes in their sink. Yeah. So let's not be afraid to show that. Right. So yeah, exactly. so my page is just, it's me and my life, but I love to welcome others into it just to help mamas feel a little more normal wherever they're at, you know, whether their kid pooped in the tub that day <laughs> or they're struggling because their husband is gone a lot or whatever. Like, I'm like, mama, I see you. We're all in this together. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And I mean, and I love that you do that because I think you do such a great job of just really like sharing your heart. But like you said, you know, the real and raw, which obviously is what, you know, stripped down my podcast is all about, which is why like you're the perfect yeah. guest for this because I felt the same way. Like I was exhausted by social media and especially going through postpartum depression, pretty heavy and everything. I kept getting on social and being like, oh my God, I can't be on here. Like I can't post. I don't totally. look like that mom. I, I'm not this like, you know, pretty picture. My body didn't quote unquote bounce back. Like, you know, I had a C-section, all mm. these things that like nobody talks about really on social. And you just see all these beautiful pictures yeah. and you go, oh my God, like, where am I supposed to fit in in this crazy box? And it's exhausting. And so it's like people like you, it's like, that's where, you know, you really do find that relation and you appreciate that, like they're sharing the imperfectly perfect world of theirs and that they're like, Hey, listen, right. you know, one day this may look beautiful, but like the next day, like a bomb blew up and like, that's okay because that's <laughs> real life, you know, like it's, oh. like, it's just, it's, and I think that the more we say that and the more we share that, the more we normalize, like, it's okay that the counters are covered yes. today, or it's okay that water yes. is piled high, you know? And, and I think that's important, especially for like, you know, moms that are really kind of in it for the first, like, you know, five, 10 years or like really, yep. you know, their kids aren't fully in school. Like they're, you know, home with them, especially, you know, stay at home moms. Like, of course, working moms too have a whole nother side of things, but it's like, yep. I really have noticed myself as a full-time stay at home mom, but also a full-time working mom from home. Like, it is exhausting. And I've had to tell myself, like, stop comparing constantly yeah. on social media because you're making yourself exhausted. And I heard the other day that comparison is literally the stealer of joy. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. it really is. Like, no joke. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. And I think there's more pressure on moms nowadays than ever. Like, I just shared an article in my stories the other day um, where they were talking about uh, the Prince of Meghan Markle. I think I'm oh, saying yeah. Markle, uh -huh. Markle. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Meghan Markle. Yeah, she yeah. did that interview. Okay, yeah. And she teared up. And some moms were so angry and like, how dare she, you know, like pretend like she's having a rough time. It doesn't. And I was like, dude. Yeah, it I, doesn't matter. I, I had your reaction. It doesn't too. matter. Yep. You know, where I'm like, for, for mamas, postpartum depression does not care if you are a duchess. Like, you know, like all these things where I was like, wow, that it just goes to show kind of our society and where I'm like, we're even we as moms are putting so much pressure on each other where we're comparing our stories where like, well, your story and like what you're going through isn't as hard as what I'm going through. And I'm like, no, 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 no. My story and what I'm going through, it doesn't negate or change what you're going through. And just because I'm having different feelings and emotions, they don't make yours and your struggle any less valid. And I think as moms, we really need to see that because we put, we put the pressure on each other. And even mm -hmm. I was thinking about like outside people, you mentioned being, you know, full-time work from home mom, as much as a stay-at-home mom. And I totally relate to that because I've stumbled into this blogger world and it's, it caught me kind of off guard um, and I've had to learn how to juggle it in some senses. And I feel 
um, weird because when people ask me, you know, well, what do you do? And I go, well, I'm a stay at home mom, but I'm, I'm not fully, but I'm not a working mom. You know, so I I kind of feel like I fall in this weird gray zone. And at the same time, if I tell people, oh, I'm not just a stay at home mom, they're like, oh, so you're, you're not actually fully devoted to your children. (laughs) But then, you know, no, seriously, you know, and then, but if you have a side hustle and you're killing it or whatever, they're like, There is pressure either way. If you're a full-time stay-at-home mom, it's like, why aren't you, why aren't you bringing in any income? Why aren't you contributing to your family? But then if you have a side hustle, people are mad at you. Seriously. Like for moms, it just, yeah, 100%. There's no winning. There's no winning. winning. In mom life, no, there really isn't. It's like, you just have to figure out what works for you and yourself and your family. And that's the most important. I agree with you with, you know, with, with um, Meghan Markle. I honestly, when I watched her tear up, I teared up and I told my husband, I said, this is what the world needs more of. This is what people need to see more of because this is a freaking, you know, royal, you know, woman who is saying like, I'm not okay. This is hard. And like, the more you hear that from people who are, you know, looked upon as like cannot be touched and on a pedestal, the more you go, oh my God, I'm like them too. And they're like me. And like, we're just all in this together. Well, and I love that she mentioned nobody asked if I was okay. And Mm -hmm. like, that's something I really push and like share from mamas, like specifically, you know, just even being pregnant, everybody talks about pregnancy, maternity, the labor and delivery. Nobody talks about postpartum and postpartum is huge. Whether you go through a C-section or a natural birth or an epidural, like whatever, I don't care. I don't care how you brought that baby in the world. You just went through the biggest transition of your life. I'm like, it's, it's called labor for a reason. (laughs) Like it is, you know, it's called labor for a reason. It is so hard on your body and nobody shares about that. And I think it's kind of the struggle of as soon as you become a mom, everyone except expects you to be selfless. They expect you to be a saint. Everybody expects you to literally pour your heart and your soul and your life and your children, which I believe in, but to an extent, because I'm like, that's how mamas burn out. And when nobody takes the time to ask mama how mama is doing, like suddenly you just, you become this, I don't even know. I don't know how to explain it. Like you're not a person anymore. You shouldn't have your own thoughts and feelings like your life. You are alive for your child. And I'm like, well, you know, mama still has feelings. Mama still has needs. And when nobody takes the time to go, Hey, are you okay? Like, that's not okay. We can't just focus on the kids and ignore the mamas because that's when postpartum hits or postpartum anxiety or even just too much stress and mamas burn out and, you know, are left feeling isolated and alone. Right. No, it's so true. And, and, and I agree with you completely because, because I did go through heavy postpartum depression. That is what I felt. I felt like I had given up all of my soul, all of myself. Yeah to my daughter, who I, of course, adored and was so, you know, beyond grateful to have. But I felt like, okay, well, that's it. Allie's life is over. It's just now I'm a mama. This is my focus. This is all I'm going to do now. I'm going to look, you know, this crappy every day because I can't get it together. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's like, this is what it is. And, you know, listen, coming from the Hollywood world, that's my job and being glam all the time and being on point and being on the red carpet and always being expected to look a certain way you know, that was really hard on me because I yeah. had no idea yeah. what that was going to be like then to step back out into the world, you know, especially after having a C-section of my body, not being where I thought it was going to be and standing yeah. next to these women who, you know, haven't birthed the baby or, you know, no offense, but got a tummy tuck right after they birthed the baby. And you know what I mean? And like, yeah. I'm standing there like, yeah. oh my God, why do I look like this? And why do I feel like this? And I finally, after coming out of my postpartum depression, like had to say to myself, like, okay, your feelings are important too. And like, your emotions right. are important. You need to work through these things. You need to find yourself again. You need to do things that are right for you. And like, thank God my husband and my friends and family were like so supportive of that. And we're like, you need to go get a massage. Like you need to do things for you. You need to like yeah. put back into you. And I love that you said that because it's so true. It's like from the minute you get pregnant, it's all about the baby. It's like, how's the, you know, how's the baby <laughs> yeah. doing? How's the baby growing? What's happening? And it's like, okay, that's great. But like, what about the mama? And then that just continues. Yeah into the constant cycle of like your children, everything that's going on. It's like, nobody asks how you are. And it's so important to say, how are you mama? Like, 
How are you doing? How are you feeling? Because just something like that lets you think about your own emotions and go, oh, you know, actually I feel pretty shitty today. Like, you know, today's actually a really hard day. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and yes. you get to actually yes. think about your emotions and your feelings and you're allowed to sit with them and be human and not just feel like you have to be this robot and just turn everything off right. and just invest into your child or your children. And it's like, I feel like that's such a disconnect with people just in general with our society. And it's like the same with like yes. women and being like, oh my God, pregnancy is so beautiful. Let's see their bodies. Let's talk, talk about the bumps. But then as soon as you have the baby, they expect you to immediately quote unquote bounce yep. back. And it's like, that doesn't exist. Like most people do not no. go through a bounce back. Like, you know, and it's like no. and society looks at it and goes, oh, but you know, you just went through this whole beautiful transformation, but now you should be back to being where you were and back to blah, blah, blah. You know, it's like, that's not realistic. Well, and isn't it funny? Cause everybody talks about that magical six week mark. Cause you know, like that's when you get approved for exercise. Right. That's totally. when you, you, you get approved. You I didn't go get back to until nine and a half. Right. Oh, dang. Ouch. Yeah. Oh, ouch. <laughs> okay. So, so typically, you know, six weeks is kind of like the golden number. So if, if your baby is under six weeks, you know, if you're like, oh, my baby's five and a half weeks, like, oh, you need to rest and go sit right. down. Are you oh. doing literally your baby is six weeks in one day? They're like, well, have you started working out yet? And like, yeah. why aren't you doing, you, know, you should be up grocery. Like, seriously, it's somehow just magically, it's like at six weeks, you should be totally recovered, back to normal, no big deal. I'm like, yeah, it took nine months uh, to grow that little person. And um, then the, then I went through this extreme process called, oh yeah, labor and delivery. And you know, and I, I pushed that child out of a very small orifice. And then, yeah, no. And then, and then you're like feeding that baby from your right. body and right. you're probably not getting any, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No, we need to take the pressure off mamas and just let mamas find their way because everybody's journey is completely different. You know, your struggles are different than my struggles, which is, that's good. It's good. It's all okay. And we need to let mamas just go through that and not shame them for, you know, not bouncing back. Or if they did bounce back, praise the Lord, your body bounced back right. in two months. Exactly. Girl, own it go for it. You know what I mean? Like we need to be able to celebrate with people, but also to go through the hard times with people and just to let, to let mamas feel their emotions, the mix, the crazy mix of mama emotions. <laughs> right. Exactly. All the emotions. It's yes. So to be able to share that and be able to be honest about that, because I think that people are afraid to share those real and raw emotions and they're afraid to say, I'm not okay. Or they're afraid to say, you know, well, my body's not really where I want it to be eight months later. And, you know, I, I don't know how to, you know, handle that. And, you know, it's like, that's all okay. Like this is all part of the process. Yeah. Again, it took nine months to create that child. So it's like, why yeah. is it our society looks at you right after? And it's like, okay, get it together. Like, you know, it's like, um, yeah hello, do you not remember the last nine months? You know? It's like, it's, right. It's well, crazy. and the, yes. No, and so something very interesting that I've been going through recently, um, so you mentioned in the beginning, I'm going to have a fourth baby. Um, so, well, bam, pregnant again. Uh, I just had a baby a year ago. My, my littlest just turned a year. And I got pregnant when she was about nine months. And it came as a huge huge shock to me. Um, it, it, it just blew me out of the water. Like my brain still isn't fully caught up to the fact that, oh yeah, in about 20 weeks here, there's going to be another one. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, you know, and, and I, I struggled. Yeah, oh, man, I struggled so bad at the beginning and going through this because all of my other pregnancies have been planned. And so the interesting part is coming on social media after I announced and actually to me, I'm, like I said, I want to be as real as possible because I want other mamas to know whatever they're feeling. It's okay. And it's normal and it's okay to have feelings and emotions. And so I've had really, I've had an overwhelmingly positive and supportive, um, response to what I've shared. Um, I did a, I videoed 
the day I took the pregnancy test, I was home alone. I knew I was pregnant because I'm, I'm very regular. I'm never late. Um, so I, in my head, I knew, but at the same time I was like, no, no, I was completely in denial. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So I, I at least had the forethought to record it because I was like, this is an important moment for me that I know as much as I'm literally freaking out right now, I know other mamas, they're going to need this. I, I don't know. There's just something in me that's like, I need to record this. So I recorded me like processing beforehand, kind of like my freak out, you know, like the moment I turned the test over and I bawled, like I did finally shut the camera off and just sobbed because I was so Aww. messed up that it finally became real to me. And so I, I did share that on YouTube. Um, and again, I've had an overwhelmingly positive response because I didn't realize how many moms have gone through a surprise pregnancy um, and just battled through emotions. And even, even if they couldn't fully relate to like, let's say a surprise pregnancy, just the fear of like, when you get pregnant again, there's a lot that hits you. Um, I did have a miscarriage between my second and third baby. And that all came back. Like, I don't, I don't want to go through that again. And what if, what if this, what if this one ends in miscarriage? And I don't know if I can emotion, you know, just just everything, that nasty swirl of emotions that like overtook my head. So many mamas have reached out to me and just thanked me for sharing and being so raw. But then of course, <laughs> of course, of course, there is that small percentage that le- that have left me the nastiest. I just got to like kind of graphic, nasty comments last night about stuff that I was like, it's so sad to me because it's coming from other women and I don't know if they're mothers, you know, so maybe they haven't experienced it, but it's, I have had mothers kind of come after me too and be like, you know, I pity your child if they ever see this. And I was like, I get it. I fully get it that they're looking at me crying and, you know, being in fear of being pregnant again. I fully get that they're thinking about my child and I do too. I do too. I had to stop and have that moment of what if my kid came across this eventually, you know, like, how will I talk to them about that? How will I explain it? But part of me goes, you know what? Again, mama has emotions. Mama has thoughts and feelings. And one of the posts that came out of this whole struggle, um, I shared a post um, that said, uh, unplanned doesn't mean unwanted. Oh, yeah, and I, I think that's that. the biggest, that beautiful. Mm-hmm. that's, Thank you. It's to me, it was the biggest truth that's come out of all this because one of the fears that hit me was like, Oh my gosh, do I not want this child? Because I didn't, because we didn't actively plan to have yeah, this baby. Does right. that mean somewhere like, okay, down? Is, yeah. The last three yes. is that we want. This is what we're doing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And so I had to wrestle with all of that. And so I kind of shared my journey. You know, I, I left it at a really raw point with that video of just crying I know I watched that video. I got emotional for you. Right. And so a lot of people were like, oh my gosh. And and so I had, I had both, I had both responses and I understand both. I understand where people are coming from in the negative sense, but I also slightly want to go, that's part of the problem. Part of the problem is that mamas aren't allowed to say, hey, I'm struggling with postpartum depression right now. Hey, Mm -hmm. I'm struggling with major anxiety or isolation or, Hey, you know what? I'm really, really, really scared to have a fourth baby right after I just, I just had a baby. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, it's okay. Cause we're, we're human beings and we have feelings and emotions. And so I think that was part of my goal too, is to normalize some of that. I'm like, I'll take the crap and I will take the nasty comments for those mamas who keep messaging me. Cause I shared that what, like two or three weeks ago. And I am still almost, almost daily getting messages where they go, Hey, I found your video. And I just have to tell you, I'm like moms who are six weeks along. So they must, I must've key phrased it right where they're searching surprise pregnancy and they are coming across my video in the midst of their raw emotions and feelings and going, Oh my gosh, it's okay to feel this way. And that was the whole reason that right there. I'm like, I will take everybody's junk and their anger and their, I hate you because you shared your emotion. That's fine. But I'm like for that mama who is literally in this horrible swirl of emotions in confusion, in confusion going, I'm scared. I don't know how to handle this for her to have somebody in that moment. Who's going through the same thing as them. I'm like, 
that's why I did it. Yeah. And that's so beautifully said because I felt the same way with, you know, my postpartum depression when I, you know, first originally signed off social media because I was like, I can't take this. I got to go dark. I got to just, you know, get off of here. And, And then when I came back and it was so hard for me to like, look at all my pictures on my feed, which is, you know, no fault but my own of selfies and beautiful glam and, you know, yeah. styling clients and looking fabulous. And cause that was my life, you know? And so it was like to go on there and see that. And then my next photo be of me, like, you know, super raw and real and showing my body, you know, not bouncing back yeah. and you know what I mean? And like not looking <laughs> put together and not looking glam. It was very hard for me to post. And, you know, when I shared it and I shared my postpartum struggles and this and that, of course, same thing. I had a lot of positive and then I had a lot of negative. I had a lot of people write me and say, you know, why would you share this? And, you know, this is just so negative of you and always so positive. And like, you know, I really didn't appreciate this post and oh my gosh, like you always look so put together. (laughs) And, you know, it was like hurtful, but at the same time, I lost so many followers as I also gained so many new beautiful followers, especially mamas. And it was like, I felt like for me it was like a crossroads in my own world, but also in social media to be like, okay, you help certain people. And like, that's why you shared it. And that's all that mattered. And you connect with all these other mamas who also are going through it or did go through it. And now you've like given yeah. yourself that therapy and then that therapy and you've all shared and those that can't handle it. Well, they just unfollowed you and like, so be it, you know? And so yeah. you just have to sometimes, I think, especially us being, you know, content creators in the space and influencers, it's like, you have to sometimes think to yourself, okay, I'm someone quote unquote of influence, but I have to also be able to influence myself. And I've had to say that up to myself. Yeah. Like I have to yeah. influence myself in the correct way. And I can't just give you what you need because then I'm not giving back to me. Yeah, true. Yep. I didn't even think about it that way, but that, yeah, it's so true. And I think it's slightly, again, breaking down this perfect standard because social media is like, as much as people say that they understand it's the highlight reel, I'm like, no, no, you really don't understand. I'm not perfect. My life isn't perfect. Like it's completely unrealistic, you know, to look at you and go, Hey, it wasn't fair that you shared something that wasn't happy. What do you mean? That's, that's life. Like, and even I'm going to fail you. I am a human being. You are not always going to like my content or like what I have to say. And that's okay. That's totally okay. (laughs) Right. Exactly. That's life. Right. And so I just, I I couldn't, you know, of course of the negative and the trolls and and even women who were like, you know, you know, I I always follow you because I'm like, oh my God, you're such a boss babe and you're always put together and so inspirational. And I was like, well, I appreciate that. And thank you. And I continue to strive to be that way. But right now, like, I'm in a very hard stage of my life and this is a brand new, you know, chapter and season for me. And like, I am sharing this because I think it's important someone, especially like me, who is known as a public figure in the space to be like, I am going through heavy postpartum depression and this is affecting me in all states of my life. And I think it's like my responsibility to share that. And so I just thought it was just so interesting that some people's responses were so harsh. And so I completely understand, obviously not the same, but the same kinds of trolling and negative, you know, comments that you received because it's like, wow, okay, that's what you took from that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's funny how people say they don't want Insta perfection. They, they want you to be real and honest, but then when you actually are real and honest, I think because it challenges people in their own life to like, look at their own life and go, are you being real and honest? Like, you know, are are you really even like looking at your own emotions? You might've challenged those women's to, you know, women to go like, well, what am like, wow. Yeah, you're right. I have struggles and I don't want to share them. And I find a lot of people when they lash out at me, I mean, I can just read it in their posts. It's coming from their own insecurities and their own struggles. So for me, I'm like, I try to cut them a lot of slack and a lot of grace because I'm like, this isn't even about me. Like I I may have like triggered something in you, but this has nothing to do with me. Yeah. This has to do with you and what you're going through in your own life. But you, But they're too scared to look at their own struggles or their own emotions or whatever. And so they, they beat you down for it. Right. Oh yeah. So, and so true. And like, so well said, because I have to remind myself of that too. A lot of times when people do say things and I'm like, oh my gosh, am I oversharing too much? And then I'll go back to myself and I'm like, no, because I helped those other mamas in my community. And I also helped myself. And like, 
you know, I can hear it in them too, that they do sound triggered or they sound like, you know, they don't like that yeah. I brought something up that, in, you know, brought something up in them. And it's like, okay, well, you know, I'm sorry it triggered you, but like, that's not my fault that it triggered you. Like, that's for you to deal with. Like, mm -hmm. all of us have triggers. All of us have things we have yes. to work through with life, you know? And I've learned yes. from depression journey, like, how much work I've had to do on myself and, you know, therapy and, you know, and specialists and this and that and all these things and meditation, all this growth I've had to do on my own as Allie. And then as a mama, that's gotten me to where I am now, where I feel like I'm in, you know, a much better place. And, you know, I've gotten out of all that, but it's like, when I was in it, I had no idea that so much of what I was going through was not just the fact that I was a mama, but it was the fact that I hadn't dealt with so much emotions and things that were going on that it had all come into that moment then. And it was like, oh, okay, well, guess what? You didn't want to sit in any of your shit. Well, now you're going to, now you're going to work through it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yes. it was like reality check yes. is what's happening, you know? Yes. So, so often all those emotions we like push down and try to avoid suddenly, oh, well, bam, they're yep. there. And yep. And you have to deal with them at some point. And I do. That's why, again, when people lash out at me, I want to write, like, not, I know it would come across as like condescending and rude, but like, I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm sorry for you that you can't, you know, kind of like look at your own emotions in some sense. I want to go, okay, this isn't about me. If this is triggering you, you need to go look at where's the root of that. What, what is causing you to struggle so badly? You know, and I'm like, I don't ever say that because I know it would come across as so like bitchy, but I'm like, I do. I feel bad because I know at some point if you're as a mama, if you're not allowing yourself to feel and you're putting me down because I am at some point, all of those feelings that you are suppressing, <laughs> they're going to come out and it's not going to be, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's overwhelming and Yep. And so like, I do, I'm like, there's part of me that, that feels sorry for them in the sense of like, I just want you to know it's okay to have emotions and to feel, you don't have to like my emotions. That's fine. But please, please like process your own. Yeah. Cause they're going to come back to bite you in the butt someday. <laughs> right. Exactly. It, I mean, amen. So true. So, you know, you are obviously a much more seasoned mama than myself in a lot of ways. And now you do have baby, you know, number four coming, you know, how, how do you, I know, and I don't want to say that you balance it all because you and I have had this conversation offline where we talk about how we just figure out how to do things in pieces and, you know, bite size and handle things, yep. but like you do yep. overall handle your household, you know, create your content, you know, stay alive, keep your kids thriving. Like, you know, how do you kind of handle motherhood and handle like who you are and everything that you do? Well, thank you. Handle is a good word. I'm like, I'm so <laughs> done with the word balance. I know. I, I literally too, I just got done. Yes. I just got done filling out a questionnaire for another, like a page that wanted to feature me. And their last thing was, how do you balance motherhood? And that was exactly where I started. I wrote, ha ha, balance is not real. Like I'm like, quit, <laughs> just quit with the, the balance thing. Like that, that buzzword needs to go bye-bye. Yeah. Um, handle, how do I handle it all? Yes, no, fantastic question. Oh, it comes in spurts and stages. And I think what I really had to realize is you're never going to get it all done in a day. Like I'm never going to perfectly be able to, you know, keep my house clean, cook all the, you know, nice, healthy meals, spend quality time with my children, love on my husband, uh, respond to all my emails, create, you know, kick-ass content. Like that ain't all going to happen in a day. Yes. Now once in a while, once in a while, I have that breakthrough day where I right? somehow literally <laughs> nail. Yes. Like literally yesterday was one of those days for me. I cleaned my entire house. I finished all my laundry. Oh, I folded it now. You like got yourself together. Yeah. You went out. I was yeah. impressed. I got myself together. I went out to dinner. I followed up on emails later that night. I was like, dang girl, dang girl, get it. You know, where I was like, <laughs> wow, I don't even, I don't even know how that happened. I got a nap. I even got a 30 minute nap in there. Like what, who is this person? <laughs> okay. So like once in a while we have those days and it is glorious and you feel on top of the world. I nailed it. And then there are those days I suck. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I put too much time into work today. 
and I neglected my kids and my poor kids are hanging off me going, mom, 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 come play with me. Then there are other days I completely ignore my emails and I have people hounding me going, Hey, you were supposed to get stuff to me today. And I'm like, uh, sorry, I was out, you know, playing with my kids and we were enjoying life. And so I just really had to come to the realization that there's certain times and certain days for each thing. Like I literally will kind of wake up in the morning. I kind of look at, okay, what do I need to get done for my business? Like, is there anything super pressing that if I have like contracts, you know, details that like, I'm, I have to get this done. Like, I'll look at like those kind of things. If I don't have anything, I'm like, all right, you know what? Cool. Today is legit for my kids. Like, is there something fun we could do? Oh, do I have any errands I need to run? You know, how can I keep up my house? And so, but then there's other days where I go, you know what? And I'll just tell like, so my son now goes to kindergarten. Um, this is my first time with a child in school. And it's like, whoa, whole new world. <laughs> um, so I just have my two girls at home and my, my baby still naps. And then my three-year-old is actually, God bless her. She is so sweet and really content. And so a lot of times, like if I have emails or like content I need to create, I'll just tell them like, Hey, Cece, you know, mama really needs to get some work done right now. So I'll, I'll have her pull out. We have a little journal for her and she makes her journal pages or, you know, like, Hey, do you want to pull out your coloring book? And she'll sit right next to me and we still chat and, you know, and she'll show me her stuff and like, we'll take moments here and there, but she sits next to mama and we, we work together. Um, and so that's been really, really, it's been fun for me. It's a new season of my motherhood journey. I feel like and it's been fun. Um, and I've just realized it's okay. It's okay to have days where I focus on work and I have things I need to get done. So I'm like, for me, it was more just taking all the pressure off myself of throwing out the word balance and going, I'm not going to be able to do it all in a day. Otherwise I end up burnt out. And so just really kind of, um, looking ahead. It's like, that's my main thing is just really, I have a huge thick, um, calendar, you know, where I handwrite all my notes and what needs to be submitted this day. And, oh, Zeke has a field trip today, or my kids have this that they need to do, whatever. I, I keep like extensive notes to kind of remind myself. And so I can constantly be looking ahead at like, okay, what am I doing tomorrow? Now today I knew I had this interview, um, but I also had some family stuff. So I'm like, I just figure out how can I balance all of that? Whereas like tomorrow, I don't have any pressing work things scheduled. So I was already talking to Cece about, well, what should we do tomorrow? And, oh, we want to play this or we want to do this. Great. Let's do that. And so I've just taken the pressure off myself with the word balance, mainly thrown out the window and just gone, you know, what am I going to juggle today? What do I need to focus on today to keep things running smoothly? Because some days it's going to be your house and it's going to be cleaning. And other days you leave the laundry and you just play with your kids and that's okay. Right. Right. Exactly. And I think it's, I think it's great that you said that too, because I think again, with the pressures of motherhood and especially like those that are in this space of content creation and blogging and influence and all that, it's like, you do get caught up in like, I have to get this done. I have this deadline. I have this. And then you like, don't have any time for your kids. And then you feel horrible and you can feel them pulling on you. And it's like you, you know, and then you're mad at yourself because you're like, oh my gosh, I wasn't present. And it's like, you have to look at it and be like, okay, every day is not going to be the same. And that's the same thing I've had to come to too and tell myself like, you know what? Today is a work day. So today is just going to be focused on podcasts and emails and content. And like Amelia will play and I will like check in on her, but like, she's going to be doing her own thing. And like, that's okay. Really good at independent play. And I'm going to let her just do that and, you know, focus on my stuff. And then there's some days where I can just tell she really needs me. She wants to read like 20 books and sit on the couch. And it's like, (laughs) things aren't getting done that day. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm just sitting on the couch, we're reading books. We're just, you know, relaxing. And I think when you take that pressure off yourself and you tell yourself like, it's okay that I'm not, you know, making myself feel like this must be done. It's like all of a sudden this wait list and you're right. You throw the word balance out the window and you say, what can I handle? And I love that you said like, you keep extensive notes. I'm learning to do that now. Like I first started with my phone with all my calendars. Okay, now I need to write more notes for myself. There's so much going on to make sure I schedule this and I do this. And it's like, you know, I think a lot of times we have this unrealistic thought in our minds. I know I do where I'm like, Oh, I'll just figure it out. It's like, no, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. No. No, no, it doesn't. (laughs) Motherhood is like, I mean, it's like this big, massive machine where there's so many different parts and so many different gears that you have to keep oiled and they all have to work together and to keep it spinning. And 
And that it really is. And like, if you, you know, don't take the time to clean your house, well, then your house is a disaster and maybe people are getting sick or they don't have any clean underwear to wear, you know, like (laughs) things like that. But if I, I can't ignore my business and I also can't always leave emails. I used to try to leave them until my kids went to bed at night. And then as soon as they went to bed, I would try to like, right. I would try to catch up on it, but I was realizing number one, I literally had no time for myself. So I was getting burnt out because I never had an off moment. I was responding to messages and to emails and I was, you know, working on my content or my blog or whatever. And I, again, going back to like, mama needs some time. Mama needs, I'm a real person. And I, I would never have that off time. So now I've realized I'm like, it is okay to answer emails here and there when my kids are awake. Like I just used to like, I was like, no, you know, I'll never touch my phone when my kids are awake and I won't, I'm a work at home mom. That's, that is what I do. I'm like, I am a full-time stay at home mom. I'm also a full-time work at home mom and that's okay. You know, we're finding our balance and daily we, we figure out, you know, the balance or the whatever of what needs to be done. Yeah. And I think it's great that you said that because you're like, I have to work. So I'm going to be on my phone. It's like, again, taking that pressure yeah. off yourself. Like, oh, you shouldn't look at your phone at all when you're with your kids. It's like, okay, maybe some Never. days you can just play. Like you said, like right. you go with CC and you guys play, but then other days it's like, no, mama has to work. So I have to have my computer in front of me and I have to have my phone and be able to be available and check in and do what I need to do in order to keep things moving. And it's like, even though Amelia is only 19 months old and I know she doesn't understand, like yesterday I was working and she was, you know, pulling on me and I'm like, Amelia, Mama is trying to make some money for us this week, you know, and help out with everything. <laughs> and she's looking at me like I'm crazy, but it made me feel good that I was expressing like what mama yes. needs. You know, like I need to work on yes. this. You need to play with your, with your toy. I'm right here. Like, you know, and it was like, she looked at me like, mama, yes. you know, mama. I don't, but I don't think it's ever bad. Like no matter how young they are to start you know, again, sharing your emotions, start explaining things to them. Okay. She doesn't understand completely, but my kids like Cece actually will ask me some days, mom, do you have work you need to get done? I'm like, are you, are you kidding me right now? Like, did you just, cause she'll, she'll let me know like, well, I'm going to color, you know, you can work. I'm like, well, excuse me. But it's, it's partially because I've been completely open with my kids and I do explain to them and even for them, because now they're part of my content some days, yeah. you know, I'm a mama blogger content creator or whatever. So they're in my content. Well, I realized early on when I would like blindside them with a photo shoot and she'd be like, Hey, we're taking pictures right now. It, it doesn't go well. It doesn't go well. So seriously, I usually will not do photos in the moment. I always give the try to give them at least a day's heads up where I'll say, Hey, tomorrow mama has some pictures that I need your help with. And I'll kind of explain the shoot to them. Or so one that I'm running tomorrow, um, I'm, we dressed up as, uh, the characters from frozen while Cece loves being Elsa. Right. So of course she was more than thrilled to put her Elsa dress on. And I just explained to them, Hey, we're going to sit and, you know, we're going to do this and mama needs a few pictures and They've just really come to understand that the faster they cooperate, the easier it is on everybody. Like, you know, <laughs> it keeps it fun. We all just kind of smile or they'll play along where I'll say, okay, you know, make a cranky face or, oh, make, you know, a surprised face. And, um, but that it, it's taken time to get there and it's taken really just being, I want to be real with my kids too, and be able to be open with them. And I do, I, I talk to them like they're little adults and I explain to them. Hey, mama has, you know, this and this and this for work. Or like, so we've started to get to do more events and they really enjoy it. We got invited to the mall of America and they got to go on rides. So of course they're like out of their mind, happy. Well, I sat down with them. (laughs) Well, I sat They're five and three. I mean, they're not, you know, I don't know how much they totally understand, but I did sit and go, now listen, mama got these tickets and we got to do this because of work. I said, you know, when mama asks you to take pictures, you know, I, I just literally laid it all out for them as simple as I could and said, you know, that's what happens when you let mama get some work done. And when you take pictures with me, sometimes we get to do these fun things. And they're, you know, I saw it. I saw it hit them. I saw it help with understanding and why even, you know, when I asked them to like behave for a picture or I asked them to, you know, cooperate and do this, why those things matter. I'm like, I fully believe we need to talk to our children 
as adults, don't treat them like they're stupid. Even if they are little, talk to them in as best as you can in a way that you think they'll understand. Because I feel like they have started to understand me better, as silly as that sounds, but, and like what I do where they, they respect when I go, Hey, mama needs to get some work done. And they go, okay, mom, you know, and they'll call every 10 minutes. Like, mom, are you done with your work yet? And I'm like, okay, I need five more minutes. And then when I'm done, they know I will put my phone down. I will be good to my word and I will come, you know, play with them or do whatever. So it's, it's been interesting to me to watch them even as they grow and they understand more and more. And just the more I share with them, the more they step into the responsibility of like, they'll let me have my five minutes or they smile for a photo. Thank you. <laughs> no, I love that. And I, think that, I think that's great advice for, you know, um, you know, mamas that are, you know, definitely uh, in the thick of it or mamas that are creating content with their kids. Cause it's true. I've even learned like, whereas when Amelia of course was tiny and didn't really have a say, I'll just throw her in a photo and it was like tr- change her. Oh, yeah. But now she's, yeah, she's only 19 months, but she totally gets it. Like if I try to like set something yeah. up, like, She's messing things up. She realizes something's going on. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, come on, where'd you get a photo? Come here. And she looks at me like, huh? Like, you know, like, mom, I'm not into this right now. You know? And it's like some days she is, yeah. but some days she's not. And so now I'm learning yeah. like, hey, Amelia, today we're going to like, you know, sit here and we're going to put this together. And then like, look over there. You know, my interns will take a picture of us and smile here. Let's play with this. Right. And, you know? So it's like, it's true. Even though they're little people we have to give them the credit that like they still are learning. They're still absorbing. They're still aware of their environment. They still know what's going on. Right. Right. And sometimes I think as a mom, you got to just know when to scrap it too, specifically as like moms in the social media place. And when like you're a content creator, you know, I'm like, I have this certain picture in mind. I want it to look like this. A lot of times my picture that I'm envisioning, it doesn't happen. And I just have to roll with it. Or there are times it's just not working. And they're, they're melting or they're not cooperating or they'll be crabby. And I like more times than I can count. I have to just be like, okay, we're done. Like, you know, I have to tell myself that too, in some senses, just like stop pushing. It's not going to happen. And sometimes I have to completely scrap an idea. You know, it's, it's stressful. It's hard for me, but at the same time, I'm like, they're little people, they're little kids. So I do a lot of times ask them, you know, will you help mama today with a photo? Will you be in a photo? And I try really hard to be respectful of when they say no, which is, it's rare, you know, so I'm like, I'm more okay with it because it's not like they say it every single day because they understand to some senses. But if, you know, if they do say no, I'll ask, you know, well, what about later? What about tomorrow? If they're like adamant that no, they don't want to be involved in this photo. I'm like, okay, back to the drawing board. Mama's going to be taking this picture all by herself, you know, and so that's been another thing I personally just really had to work on is not because like I said, when, when they're little and they don't get it and you can do a million costume changes and whatever, and they don't care. Right. Right. I'm like, that's, but yes, when they start getting older and they go, mom, I don't want to take a picture. I'm like, dang. Okay. All <laughs> right. right. I, okay. You know, and back to the drawing board, mama needs a new idea. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I, and I love that you said that. It's true. And it's like, again, like you have to play into their emotions as well and, and respect them and show them like, okay, I'll try to work with you if you'll work with me. But like, if you're really yep. not into it, then I guess I'm going to have to come up with something else. And I think that's, I think that's well said, you know, exactly. instead of just forcing, you know, your kids into it. So, you know, with number four coming, like, has there been changes with you as far as like, are you, you know, I'm sure obviously with the last three, like you kind of had an idea of what was going on. Like you said, this was a surprise, you know, pregnancy it was, you know, unplanned and, and everything. So it's like, have you now started to kind of plan like what life is going to look like with number four? Are you still kind of in that, you know, surprise moment and just kind of, you know, enjoying and relishing it and letting things just happen? Like, I'm just so curious because, you know, you are a seasoned mom of three, you know, adding four. It's yeah. Like, you know, I look at my life and I'm like, okay, you know, we have Amelia, we've talked about, you know, the next one and, you know, in the near future and that right. kind of thing. And it's like, okay, so what does that look like? And how do you plan for it? And do you just add them into your life? And so it's like, you're, you know, at three now and I've got point on the next one coming. So it's like, have you yeah. thought about that? Or like, does it matter to you and your household? Yeah, I think, you know, part of like the shock and some of the struggle in the very beginning is so Aurora, my youngest has never been a good sleeper. Um, ever. She, (laughs) she still struggles at over a year. I mean, we named her after, you know, sleeping beauty. And I think we just shot ourselves (laughs) in the foot there. Um, 
so that's been hard. The first year, I mean, those first six to nine months with her, they were horrible. I felt like a zombie all the time. I literally ran on adrenaline continuously because I was only getting, you know, two to four hours of interrupted sleep, not continual sleep. Yeah. And so, um, I felt like I was starting to break that horizon of like, I could, I could feel it. She was getting better. I was getting more consistent sleep. Oh my gosh, we're coming out of this. Um, Zeke was also, you know, we were in the middle of summer. So I was looking ahead to going, Oh my gosh, I am going to have one kid in school five days. Whoa. Like that is <laughs> huge. So I felt, I felt like there was suddenly a little bit of breathing room where I was like, wow, I feel like I'm coming out of this very, very intensive time of just, um, focusing on my babies, which is good. I'm like, there, there are times and seasons for everything, but I felt like I was suddenly having a little bit of room to breathe. Um, and so that was part of the initial fear and struggle for me, which is like, Oh my gosh, what if this baby doesn't sleep? And I have three other little kids that I have to deal with. And, um, <laughs> so yeah. there was, there was that there still is that. And I definitely am, you know, praying over this baby, just that he or she is a good little sleeper. Um, <laughs> I try not to, I try not to stress about it too much. I've never been one to get anxious about, like it, it doesn't do me any good to freak out. I don't know what this child's going to be like. I don't know, you know, our new normal in some senses. And that's kind of what I always tell mamas is like, you're going to find your new normal at some point. It's going to take you a little bit. It's going to take some trial and error. And you know, those first, what, six weeks, three months when they're in baby, baby stage, those are just hard. Like they're, you're, you're probably going to be a zombie and you know, you're going to be leaking from areas and like it's just hard. So kind of, kind of let those ones go. But I'm like, once you kind of start emerging and like baby gets into maybe like a little bit of a sleep pattern stuff, you're going to find your new normal and it's going to be okay. Like, thank God they start as babies and they don't pop out as like two or three year olds because then I would legit be panicking. <laughs> so as far as like planning goes, I'm like, I guess I don't put a ton of thought into it in the sense of if I do, I feel like it, it gets you anxious and, oh, but what if, and well, what, what if they do and what? No, no, no. I'm like, just, just let it happen take it one day at a time, you're gonna figure it out. So I'm like, that's more been my approach to each and every baby. You know, the transition from one to two, I always heard was absolutely horrible. It wasn't, I didn't think it was a big deal at all. I planned ahead a little bit because now I had a very active little two-year-old boy who wanted all of my attention. Um, and I knew mama would need some downtime. So I looked into a few like educational apps that were around his uh, age, um, and developmental stage. And I had those at hand, which I didn't end up using those a lot, but there were times, you know, he was bored to death. The mom sitting on the couch and breastfeeding the baby. And I'd be like, all right, you know, Hey honey, let's get the iPad out. And we're going to do a little bit of like, let's have some fun together as best as I can while I'm tied to the couch and a baby. Yeah. Um, right. so, you know, I did a little bit of that. I feel like, but for the most part, my main thing is just not don't stress about it. Don't get anxious about it. You, you can't fix anything right now. Like I'm, I'm going to have some bumps in the road when, you know, baby comes out and I'm sure there's going to be hard days or, you know, new things that we're going to struggle through, but I'm, I'm going to deal with those when I get to them. Right. And I, I think, I love that you said that because I think that obviously no matter what, like you said, you know, you're human and you have, you know, emotions and you have everything, you know, that, you know, makes you think about those things. Cause we all do, but it's like, instead of worrying, instead right. of going, Oh my gosh, this, Oh my gosh, that I appreciate that you said, you know what? I try not to over plan. I try not to overthink about it. I think of it as it's going to be another new normal, which is so true um, right. for motherhood in general. And it's like, you kind of just go with the flow. And I think that, you know, where you kind of find the beauty and the magic in motherhood is when you really do allow yourself to be in those ebbs and flows. And even though it's really hard to do right. that, I realize that for myself, the more I do allow myself to flow, which is not every day, but some days. I feel so much better and I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm getting to enjoy being a mama, but also being like in this season of life and, and, you know, myself and look at myself differently and you get to appreciate those small moments. And it's like, 
it's very hard to allow yourself to appreciate all that. And I'm sure for you, especially even just with your three, it's hard right. to have those moments for yourself. <laughs> yes. You yes, know. I find them here and there, but yeah. Well, which brings me to my next question is, you know, I hate using the buzzword self care, but I have to because it's like what everybody describes is, you know, how do you pour back into your cup and you know how do you take care of mama? But like for yourself, like what is your way of pouring back into your cup and how do you self care to allow yourself, like you said, to not have that burnout? Yeah. Um, some nights, going back to that idea of you know figuring it all out or whatever. Some nights, I just have to say no. I, I don't go on Instagram and answer messages. I don't check my social media. I don't check my emails and I turn on a movie or I pick up a book and I read like, sometimes I'm like, Nope, I know this is going to hurt me. Like you know, I'm going to be playing catch up, but I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't be on all the time and that's okay. So there are nights where I just, it ain't happening tonight. Um, another thing I do, I try to do daily. I can't say I do it all the time, but, um, I try to do a little devotional every morning. Um, and my girls, they're pretty content. Girls, girls are a totally different animal than boys. <laughs> Let me just yeah, I only that. have my um, girls. So I, I only know that world. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Yes. My son is just, he's a boy. So <laughs> typically I, I, I get my coffee ready and I go and I sit on my chair in the living room and I journal some of my thoughts and I'll read a few Bible verses. Usually I read those out loud because it kind of entertains my kids. Um, but they just play, uh, they'll finish up eating breakfast. They hang out with me. They ask me questions. And I mean, I'm not talking a long time. I'm talking, this is like 10, 15 minutes max, right. but typically it gives me that moment to center myself. Um, I pray a little bit. I drink my coffee hot. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's, a, it's, it's a teeny tiny thing that I do that just really helps me. And then my biggest thing that God bless my husband, he's a good guy. Um, it took us a long time, but I finally, I told him, gosh, I think a little bit before Aurora, I think was born. I just was like, dude, I'm drowning. I, I, I am legit drowning. I need something. And he goes, honey, I've been telling you for years that you need to put, you need to pick one night a week and you're like, we're going to have one religious night a week that you are going out. I don't care. Like that's going to be your night. And so we figured out with his schedule, um, my husband's a cop, so he's, busy and he's gone a lot. It's another huge stressor for our family, but every week for the most part, he is off on Tuesday nights and that is mama's night and everybody knows it. And the kids, <laughs> he gets pizza and a movie <laughs> usually. And they just, you know, whatever they survive. Right, they out while mama's gone. Mm -hmm. Yep. Whatever. I'm like, fine, cool. You do whatever. But I go some nights I go out with friends. Um, I'm an introvert, so I really desperately need time to recharge. So more times than not, um, I'll bebop around Target. I have no problem whatsoever sitting at a restaurant for four hours alone. Like literally <laughs> the waitress, I overheard her talking about me. was like, uh, she's, she's been here all night. I'm like, I tip well. I mean, I tip really well. I don't bother you, but I'm like, I will sit there for yeah, four hours you. and just yeah, but sometimes I bring my computer and I catch up on work. Other times I'll, you know, mess around on social media and actually like just have fun, not do it as like, oh, I have to respond to messages yeah. or I have to do this or yeah, I just do whatever. So Tuesday nights are really, they're very life giving to me. And I am so grateful that my husband, you know, just he, and he lives or dies by that. He'll remind me sometimes it's like Tuesday at like four 30 and he'll look at me and go, are you, are you going out today? <laughs> I'll just like grab my person, like, yes, I am. And I don't care. I don't like, I don't need a plan. You know, sometimes I get my toenails done, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. so Good that's been you. and that took me, that took me like three children and five years to get there. So don't think that that was, you know, any instantaneous epiphany or whatever. Like it took me a lot. It took me drowning. I'm, I'm dying. I'm drowning. I'm like I'm over my head here. And he, my husband rallied and was like, yeah, I, I know. Like, why are you not out? I was like, thank you. I, I yeah. You that's that. awesome. I really what a good do. man. I think that's so, you yes. know, important, you know, when, you know, when you do have a partner, you know, in this, that you have that support and that, you know, they can see that you're drowning and they step up and that they are part of your team because like parenthood, like, you know, yes. is teamwork. And it's like, I tell Justin all the time, like, I, it's like, you know, it's like, if I had a really bad day, I'm like, I know you're exhausted from work, but like, I'm, I'm done. I'm going upstairs with a glass of wine. Yeah, I'm, I'm exhausted 
also. Yes. Yeah. You know, yes. I'm, like, I'm getting a tub. I'm getting a glass of wine. I'm getting my foot soaked. Like I'm disappearing. You can yep. go to bed tonight. Like, you know, there's breast milk in the freezer. Like see you tomorrow. You know, <laughs> like, I'm just like, I love you. <laughs> you know, I love you. So yeah. See you in bed, you know, I mean, and I think yeah. that it's really awesome that you share that. And I really appreciate too, step step that you said also it took you, you know, five years and three kids, because again, I think we put pressure on ourselves as moms. to like, you know, quick fix everything. And it's like, there is no quick fix when it comes to motherhood. There isn't, there isn't. It's all a learning process. It's all times and seasons too. I'm like, you know, there are seasons where you're just going to have to really buckle down and you, you might feel like you're drowning a little bit. And I'm like, and it sucks. Sometimes it is. It's just yeah. really hard and it's really stressful. Yeah. But luckily, those are only usually for a short time, you know, and we come out of them. And sometimes we have these glorious seasons where it's like, I get to go out every Tuesday night. And I've been doing that for, I don't know, a month, a, a year more. I don't know. It's been a long time. But now I'm like looking going, well, when baby gets here, you know, that's <laughs> not going to be possible for the first little while. And maybe eventually, but I don't know, you know, so I'm like, I don't know if my Tuesday nights are going to go away for a right. little while, just because it's not super easy. And that's okay. That's okay. For this season, it has been so wonderful for me. Oh, that's and, and good for you. Like, like seriously, praise yourself for like actually going and allowing <laughs> yourself not to have mom guilt and having a good husband to be like, yeah. oh, it's your night. Like, I think that's amazing. You know, my husband tries to push me too and say, you know, it's Sunday. Like I'm home. Like, why don't you go to nails? I want you to go do something like, you know, why are you? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, cause I'm just relaxing. He's like, but you're not relaxing. You're laying here. She's all yeah. over you. Like you're not getting mom. Yeah. You know, and you forget it yeah. at times that you are again, your step. I'm Allie. Like, it's like, yes, I'm a mom, right. but I'm more than a mom and I'm not just a mom. And right. like, we have to remind ourselves to be able to go do things for ourselves. But I just like, so love that you go do that on Tuesday nights. Like, I think that's, you know, amazing. So thank you so much for being like, so, you know, just real and raw about your journey, not just on social, but also here, you know, on my show, you know, for myself and other mamas. And I know we both have to go soon because we have, we have little ones to get to, but um, I wanted to ask you, you know, if there's anything else you'd want to share, you know, as far as any, you know, just gems for us, you know, mamas or any other advice or just anything, you know, before I let you go. Uh, I think just to wrap it all up, I mean, we've touched on so much today, but I think the main thing, you know, Allie, that you and I have talked about is just feelings. It's okay to be a real person. It's okay to have emotions. Um, I think a big thing that hit me too, um, a while back, I mentioned I had a miscarriage and something that I wrote in that blog post that mamas bring up to me all the time is it's okay to not be okay. Like yeah. that's okay. It's okay to have your hard days and to have your struggles. And I think as moms, we really just need to come to grips with that. That's like, we're going to process through hard emotions and bad emotions and things that, you know, make us feel yucky. But that's just part of being a human being and life. And the, the faster we allow ourselves to process those things, you know, with a safe person, I'm like, I highly suggest make sure you're going to a safe place, a safe person, somebody, you know, who isn't going to beat you down or shame you for your emotions. Oh yeah. So um, but like the sooner you can, I've, I've learned that the hard way, oh, yeah. but the sooner you can process through some of these emotions, the sooner you're going to get through that and you're going to let go of all the yuck. And so I'm like, I, that's just part of what I'm realizing. I'm like, I don't let anybody shame me for what I feel because I can't shut off my emotions. I'm like, nope, nope. You do not get to tell me how to feel, what to feel, how I should be acting or feeling. Like, I'm like, no, I will not shut off my emotions. I will not like turn down who I am to make you more comfortable. And that's okay. If you're having bad I days, that. that's Amen, okay. Mama. That is so beautifully said and good for you for like, you know, being in that space and like knowing, you know, of course you're like your own worth and like how, like you said, your emotions are just like so important. They're part of us. And it's like, you have to allow yourself to feel your emotions. And I completely agree with yep. you. And honestly, I mean, besides you becoming a friend of mine, like I truly do go to your page to feel all the emotions because it's like, I feel Aww. like really expressing, you know, <laughs> and you really do. And it makes me feel like if I'm having an emotional day or a moment or whatever, it's like, it's okay to feel this way. And like, here's a safe place, you know? So thank you. Aww. for that. Good. 
that's exactly what I want. That makes me so happy. Yay. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Well, before I let you go, I always ask this of my mamas right now, what is your biggest pet peeve in motherhood and what is your biggest reward? Ooh. All right. <laughs> biggest pet peeve. Biggest pet peeve. Right here. Right here. Why mom? Why? Why? Mom? 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 Mommy? Mama? Mom? Why? Mm. <laughs> I've got kids and I've got kids who like to talk a lot and they like to ask a lot of questions and good gravy. They repeat the same question, no matter if I have answered it or not. Mom, why is the sky blue? And I'll like say something and literally 10 seconds later, but why is it blue? And like, okay. All right. Okay. Yep. <laughs> That's like my biggest pet peeve. Uh, I, love it. Uh, I think my biggest, my biggest joy always is watching my kids step into their own, become who they are, um, even as, so I'm learning to, you know, process my emotions better and to process with them in some parts and even like tell them, hey, you know, that hurt mama's feelings when you did that, or that makes mama feel like this when you do that. They in return do that with me. Hey mom, you know, it blah, blah, blah. When you said this or whatever, you know, whatever comes to mind or, you know, they'll tell me about their day and they'll actually like process through their emotions. And I see them turning into their own little people and they're yeah. growing into their personalities and they're starting to become who they should be or, you know, who they're, I don't know who they're supposed to be. I don't know, but it's, yeah, it's I get so you. sweet. You're like, you're a real person. Like, <laughs> it's just, so cute. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's always my favorite is like the older they get and the more they find their own likes and dislikes and little personalities. It's, it's just so fun. It's so yeah. fun. Oh, that's so beautiful. Well, I love that. Yeah. I would have to say my biggest pet peeve right now is um, Amelia loves to just like throw her fork or spoon as soon as she's done. And it's like, oh. we've got her to sign all done and she still signs, but literally you yeah. got to of like 30 seconds and if after she signed all done and you oh, haven't geez. gotten over of the 30 seconds to be yeah. like hey we're gonna like you know done i think she's done here you go it's hitting the floor you know it's like oh my gosh that's my yeah right they love sure. to push our button yes right? and then i would say biggest word yes. is is getting to see her now that she is 19 months start to really come into her personality and like really show who she is as this little person it really is something uh, magical. Yeah. I feel very busted. It is. Yep. I, echo, I echo that with you for sure. Yes. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much for being on. Go ahead and plug yourself. Tell us where to find you and all that good stuff. All right. Well, like we mentioned, you can basically find me as honestly mommy on just about any platform. If you are looking for my blog, that is heyhonestlymommy.com. Um, Look for the purple-haired weirdo, and you'll find me. Ta-da! <laughs> yeah, purple hair is fabulous. So are you. Thank you so much for being on and being a part of my show. This was just so beyond inspirational. And congratulations again on number four. I know you're just going to find that new season and thank kill it you. as usual as yourself. And thank you so much. Until next time, cheers. Bye. Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Liz. And we host the Mom Deconstructed podcast. We interview moms to find out the real story of their mothering journey. Motherhood is the most difficult job there is, but unless we allow ourselves to create community and accept the help of others, it can be a very lonely endeavor. Let's get beyond the superficial, delve into the dreams that inspire us, the struggles that test us, and the conversations that connect us. You can listen to Mom Deconstructed anywhere you get your podcasts, from the Parents on Demand Network and at momdeconstructed.com.